Okay, welcome to everybody. So we're going to continue with Hashem with Igarat Haramban and uh, focus on the idea of Kol Hakoes Kol Gehinom Shotinbo. And whoever gets angry, it's subject to the discipline of Gehinom. So uh, the idea is that, as we mentioned in the previous Shurim, that a person who gets angry, so the anger leads to sin, and the sin leads to other sin, it leads to his to a detachment from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, a disconnection from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore his actions can eventually lead to his other actions which will be punished with Gehinom. Others explain that the experience of the anger itself, what it does to a person, what it, the emotional turmoil that it creates within an individual, that by itself is the equivalent of Gehinom itself. So that's why... Um, even the anger itself, the anger, depression, frustration, that are all connected together, are all their own Gehinom. He quotes, uh, Rabbi Foyer quotes a fascinating comment to the Beit Avraham. So the Beit Avraham says that the greatest danger of this disposition, this attitude of anger, having this people perceiving you as an angry person, is that other people will never want to point out your faults. Nobody's ever going to tell you the things that you need to change about themselves, about yourself because everybody's just going to be afraid and they're going to say, you know what? It's not worth it. He's just going to get angry. I don't want to listen to a tirade. I don't want to be subject to his tirade. It's not worth it for me. So when a person has no criticism, nobody's going to help them improve, so then they're more liable to fail in developing their character. That's why, perhaps another explanation of why because a person who is subject to anger and is, the, is an angry person, so such a person, people are not going to want to help him improve. They're not going to want to say things to him that are going to help improve because any slight criticism that he receives, he's going to respond uh, with anger. So that's why it's very important that we allow ourselves to be people that people can feel that they can approach to help us, to help us improve, to help us change our ways. It's up to us, not just when it comes to anger, it could be other character traits, that we are responsive when people try to help us improve so that people will want to come and help us improve. People will want to come and tell us things in areas that we can uh, hopefully improve ourselves and make ourselves better in. Okay, so Rabbi uh, Foyer ends here the discussion about anger. But we're going to move to the Midah of Anavav, humility, in the next year. But he finishes off this discussion of anger with the following thought. He says, if you think about it, right, we, we've discussed a lot about not getting angry. We've discussed a little bit about things a person can think about. But at the end of the day, many people have inner turmoil. There are things going up. There, there are disappointments, setbacks in life so many different things in life that can anger us. So what's the attitude that a person can have overall to help him or her not to get angry? So the Gemara, Masachat Arachin, gives a solution, a potential solution, an antidote to these feelings. No man is free of sin, right? Nobody is free. Everybody has some chet that they need to deal with. Now when it comes to the Rishaim Gimurim, the completely evil people, so Hashem has no mercy on them. And the punishment is going to be the punishment, no matter what it is. And perhaps he'll give them good in this world so they use up their credits so they won't get any credits for good in the next world. But Hashem is not, is not having compassion over them. However, an individual who most people, most people Hashem has compassion towards them. Hashem cares about them. 
So how does Hashem show, show compassion? So one way in which Hashem shows, shows compassion is that instead of punishing a person in a huge way all at once, he gives them the chance to have small amounts of punishment, little setbacks here and there over the course of time. So little by little, give a person his uh, just treatment in this world. But instead of being punished all at once, would be punished in small amounts. So the Gemara gives an example. Let's say a person, and this is, I think we've all had similar experiences. Let's say somebody hires a tailor to make him a suit or make her, make her a dress. Or I would add, let's say somebody is redoing their kitchen. And they don't like the final product. They spent so, so much time and effort and they thought that since they were designing it, it would be exactly the way that they like. And it turns out, they don't like it. They're not as happy with it as they thought they would be. Or, let's say, they go to a restaurant and they ask for a hot drink and they get a cold drink instead and they can't change it. They're, they're, never gonna, they're not going to take it back. Or... Is another interesting case. A person reaches into their pocket to take out three coins. Instead of taking out three coins, they end up with two coins. Seems like nothing, right? But the Gemara says that all these experiences, they serve as atonement for a person. It's part of the divine retribution, the divine plan. The way Hashem decides that a person who does Averon, we all have Averot on our plates. So Hashem decides that the way those Averot are going to be taken care of when He has Rachamim for us is little by little. And the Gemara concludes a fascinating statement, and I'll read you, or I'll paraphrase some, or read and paraphrase some of this quote. If a person goes through 40 days without experiencing any pain or slight discomfort, he should be concerned. Normally, like, oh, this is fantastic. That's what we think. Fantastic. 40 days, no pain, no discomfort. It's incredible. So he says, no, a person should be concerned lest he receive all of his reward and pleasure in this world and suffering awaits for him in the future. Even these apparently trivial discomforts are meaningful. They are indeed HaKadosh Baruch Hu's bittersweet gifts. So Hashem gives us the opportunity that when we're going through difficult times, tribulations, frustrations, other things that could lead a person to be angry, instead of responding with anger, respond with an appreciation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu for allowing us to have our punishment in small little ways over the course of time, as opposed to being hit with something big at some point in the future. And he ends here, before he ends here with the Midrash, the Midrash says that this is the way a person can develop a positive attitude towards losses that occur in normal life. And he says, always be willing to forgive the mishaps which occur in your home. When someone breaks a bottle of expensive wine, or let's say in our case, let's say a child drops a dish and it breaks, or a cup and it breaks, or uh, something else that's valuable, somebody, a guest, a visitor comes and and accidentally ruins it, if you react with compassion, Hashem Himself will repay your loss. So this is the attitude we could try to take with us when it comes to dealing with situations that could make us angry, could make us frustrated. Having the attitude that that's part of Hashem's plan. Hashem is doing this to give us small, small pieces of uh, kapara, of atonement, of punishment in this world, as opposed to having to deal with a much greater much greater punishment all at one time, or chas uh, v'shalom in the next world. Okay, I have a wonderful day, everybody. In the next year, we will uh, pick up with the topic of ka'as. Kol take care. I'm oh, sorry, pick up with the topic of anava, with humility. Kol take care. Bye.